David inquired of the Lord, saying, If I pursue after this troop, will I overtake them? 1 Samuel 38 Dear God, I'm so glad you're always here when we need you. You promise that anytime we pray to you, you're listening. Help us to remember to talk to you first instead of trying to fix things on our own. Your plan is always the best plan, and we don't want to do anything without your help. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David in Siklag. In our last story, we learned how Saul goes after David again, and David spares his life even after taking his spear and jug while Saul slept. In this story, we learn that David lives in Siklag to escape Saul and also raided the nearby people, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi, it's Julia Sadler. Thanks for jumping on for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we find David in the Philistine countryside, working for a king in the city of Ziklag. Something terrible happens there, and instead of running to fix it, David first stops to pray. He asks God for help, and God answers. Let's listen closely and see how talking to God helped David know just what to do. David and his men were enjoying life in the Philistine countryside in a city called Siklag. They would work for the king doing all sorts of jobs. After being there for over a year, they had earned the trust of the king. When the king was going to another country, he asked for David and his men by name to be his escort. David gladly agreed. They went to the place where the king was gathering his traveling group. He had an army and his commanders there with him. When the commanders of the king's army saw David, they were outraged. They ran to the king and asked, How can you trust David? Don't you know that he is from Israel? The king acknowledged them and said, I fully trust David with my life. However, the king's commanders would not allow the king to leave with David in fear that David would betray them. So the king returned to David and told him, My men refuse to let me go with you as my personal escort. I trust you fully, but they do not. David and his men returned to Ziklag in sadness. What met them on their return was even worse. They found that Ziklag had been robbed. Not only did they take the stuff they had left behind, but the people who were left had been taken as well. This made David's heart feel heavy, and he questioned if he would even be able to catch up if they followed. He fell to his knees and prayed to God, bringing his worries to the Lord. The Lord then spoke in reply to David that they would catch up if they gave chase. 
David and his men then rallied together and set off to chase after those that robbed them. As they traveled, some of his men grew tired, as they had already been traveling all day to return from the kings. About a third of his men stayed behind with everyone else's supplies. Those that had the energy continued the chase. As they continued, they found a man lying on the trail. They stopped and tried to ask him what was going on. But he was severely injured and dehydrated. Quickly, they gave him water and bandaged his wounds. After a few moments, he told them that the group they were after had held him captive as a slave and discarded him because he was weak. However, if they continued the way they were going, they would quickly catch up to them. Soon after, they found the group of thieves and surprised them. The thieves were shocked and ran away, leaving all that they had stolen, not just from David and friends, but from others as well. Their friends and family that were left in Siklag initially were also safe. After the thieves were run off, they began to return home. When they met with the third of their group that stayed behind, an argument broke out among the men who went with David and the men who did not. The men who scared the thieves wanted only to return what the others had and not share in the rest of the goods that the thieves had. David overruled this and said that everyone would share what they received. To this day, that is the rule, that all people share what they receive when chasing off intruders. They also came to send some of the extra stuff they received to other cities in Israel. Well, a lot happened in today's story. Ziklag had been robbed and people had been taken, so David must have felt pretty angry. Sometimes when bad things happen, we just want to fix everything immediately. But remember what we learned last time? God's plan is always the best plan. And what do we have to do in order to know God's plan? Talk to Him and listen. Let's take a close look at what the Bible says in 1 Samuel 38. David inquired of the Lord, saying, If I pursue after this troop, will I overtake them? This just means that David prayed when he didn't know what to do. Talking to God is just like talking to a best friend. You can tell him anything you are feeling or thinking, like what happened in your day, what you're worried about, who you're getting along with at school, or, well, anything. And the best part about talking to God is that He's always listening. You can pray in bed, in the car, at school, or at church. It can be in the morning, super late at night, and any time in between. But there's more to prayer than just talking. That's only half of it. Think about it this way. Imagine you had a new friend you wanted to get to know. You could tell that friend about what you like to do, your favorite ice cream, what makes you sad, or your favorite place to go. But what if you only talked and never listened? That wouldn't be too great of a friendship, would it? How would you ever know anything about that person if you were doing all the talking? In the same way, like David, we can learn to listen to God. David told God all about the people who had robbed Ziglag and then asked, what should I do? 
Should I go after them? God said to go and that they could catch up with the robbers if they hurried. Is listening to God really that easy? We usually have the talking part down. But how can we be better listeners? How can we know what God is saying? We start by being still. In Bible times, God spoke to his people in many different ways. In Exodus, he spoke through a cloud. In the book of Job, he spoke in a whirlwind. To Elijah, he spoke in a whisper. Today, God's voice is usually quiet, like a whisper in your heart. He speaks to your heart through the words in your Bible and through the Holy Spirit who lives in you when you trust and follow Jesus. God can talk to you through a book you're reading, your parents, your teachers, or even something you hear on this podcast. God is not limited in the ways he can speak to you, but we have to listen for him. Most of the time, listening to God means being still, quiet, and thinking about him. But it also means paying attention to the normal, everyday things in life. When you wake up in the morning, think to yourself, hmm, what is God trying to tell me today? And then take time to look and listen to the things and people around you. Even as a kid, I bet you've already heard God whisper to your heart. Maybe there was a time when you started to do something, but then thought, this is wrong, I shouldn't do it. That's the Holy Spirit whispering to your heart. Or you might think, God really does love me a lot. That's him too. Or maybe I should help that kid who's lonely and needs help. That's almost certainly God talking. The more you practice listening for God, the easier it becomes. Jesus says this in John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. That's us. As you grow, God's voice will be like a bright flashlight on a dark night, showing you the way to go. He will warn you about your sin, help you make decisions, and comfort you when you're down. His voice is the sweetest voice you'll ever hear. So remember, David asked God what to do, he listened, and then he did it. And we can do the same. Thanks for being with me for today's story. Be sure to return next time for some good news about what God does when we feel sad. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, 
Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.